thank you. You need to leave? No, bitch. Okay. Oh, he's he's yeah. Yeah, he's What's up, everybody? What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Boy Please Whatever podcast, your favorite podcast, the only podcast that matters. I have my brother here, my good, good brother, Derek Williams, professor. Derek Williams. Hey, Derek, how long have you been a teacher? 13 years. Derek's been a teacher 13. You ain't been longer than that? 13. When did I meet you? 2010. I think I met you. 2011. 2011. Yep. I started in 2010. You know. Yeah, I think I missed it. Yep. So, yeah. yeah. I guess you've been teaching a long motherfucking time. I so, mean, yeah. Um, welcome to the show. Um, make sure you hit the subscribe button if you have not already done so. And turn the notification bells on for me. Do me that solid. Robin said, don't get too full, dude. I know, right? <laughs> Look, I made Robin, I bought the biggest bottle of tequila that money could buy today. And um, I made, what did I make? It's a um, Altos, Reposado, Margarita Mix, and some Peach Watermelon Mr. Pure. Fire. It's fire, y'all. It's fire. Hey, it's so good. So, yeah. We we started drinking maybe 45 minutes ago. So, <laughs> it's fire. But again, thank you for tuning in. And also, make sure you follow me on all streaming outlets. Yes, that includes Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Uh, Amazon Podcast, Google Podcast, and iHeartRadio. So yeah, before we get started, of course, I always talk about my weekend. I didn't do much of shit this weekend. Um, I walked into a restaurant the weekend before last and damn near twisted my ankle. <laughs> <laughs> I had on some platform trucks, thought I was burning it down, bitch, and walked in there, and it's like a it was a step where you walk into the uh, walk into the patio, and I literally like my whole ankle just twisted and. Before I fell, I ran out the patio door. Friend, your ankle's giving out. My ankle is still hurting me. <laughs> friend, you get old, friend. Get you get old. old. My ankle still <laughs> is tearing my ass apart. So um, pray for my ankle. Um, what else did I do? So I didn't really do much. I went out Friday um, very briefly. I realized clubbing is just not Mm-mm. my thing anymore. Um, I don't know if it's... You like my shirt, Robin? It's a little pink and green. Shout out to the Miyakas. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the motherfucking Miyakas, bitch. <sighs> but no. Um, Thank you, Rob. And <laughs> threw me out. <laughs> what exactly did you not did, understand? Did you Ooh, not understand? I can write a book, y'all. Listen, we're going to get that too. My Lord. But yeah, I... um, Yeah, I went out. So I like, I'm a bar type of person. Like I go to a nice bar or a lounge, got good music. A little hookah or whatever, but just me walking into a place, playing, paying admission to get in, mm-hmm. and just watch a bunch of motherfuckers stand around and only talk to the people they know. I'm just not here for it. I went out <laughs> okay. this weekend, and it was like, I don't, I don't want to be judgmental, but looking at some people, you'd be like, "What you bitches? Like, what rock did you come from?" On? Flintstones, right? <laughs> it's you big rock, we, bitch. You remember when we went to Chicago and we went to uh, Club Popper that night Ooh. and we turned it out in the damn town, baby. <laughs> Club full of Mexicans, bitch. We turned them up again. Turned it out. Turned yeah, it out. It was just like, I don't know. I was just disappointed. Like, cause for me, like, I try to put some nice clothes on and go out and look good and feel good. These hoes pulled to the club with Crocs on and like just Listen. cotton shorts from H and M and just a white beater. <laughs> Kathleen Gifford collection. Yeah. Baby. <laughs> I was just like, what you hoes no. got on? So yeah. Kathleen. Other than that, that was Friday. I didn't do a fucking thing Saturday and yesterday I had to sing at a church. 
Hey, mommy. My mom said, hey, Derek. Hey, mama Lois. I told her. She said, who you against? I said, Derek. She said, hey, Derek. I said, hey. Derek is not over here. It was at 5 p.m. <laughs> hey, mama Lois. I said, Derek out here. Well, I got to make us some greens. Mm-hmm. Got to eat some greens. But, yeah. Uh, she was like, hey, Derek. I said, Derek ain't in here yet. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, I sang at a church yesterday. Um, Kilt. Thank you. I let Derek <laughs> <laughs> you, Charlie, no, you, Robin, and Jason are the only ones who heard it so far, besides my mom. Yeah, I was, he started me in a very, very high key, but I, I held my own. But it was higher than I normally like to sing. It but, was amazing, brother. Yeah. I had a good time at church yesterday, too. Like, I ain't gonna lie. Then the funny part about it, this guy got up. It taught me a valuable lesson. So I'm in the front, I was in the front of the church. So they called this group up to sing, and this mm-hmm. man had like some yakky ring curls, bitch, like down <laughs> his back. And he got to sing, and I was like, "Yeah, t- I had pinched my god sister." I said, "Y'all take me too fast." But I'm gonna tell you something. That man got up and sang the shit out of miracles and bliss. <laughs> <laughs> there are miracles. There is. <laughs> Him and his friend wore miracles and blessings the fuck out, and I was like, "Yes, sir." I got the video. I'm not posting it. I uh, mean, it was amazing, y'all. Yeah. He sounded so good. I might post it one day. I don't know. I'm very hard on myself vocally, but uh, he killed y'all. Like yeah. seriously, I was like, Ugh. But anyway, I had a good time. Right? It was my folks. Uh, my mom's best friend. Her dad's a pastor, so I couldn't tell them now. Like they're really good people. So I was like, I come and I enjoy. Honestly, I enjoyed myself. Well, I'm glad you did, brother. Yeah, yeah I, had, I enjoyed myself. I miss you in the church. I know, I know. Does the church miss, miss me though? Not the <laughs> yeah, we do. You know, you might not my singing right, buddy. It's my buddy, baby. But yeah, uh, what I want to say too. Okay, Memphis. Uh, what day was it during October fifth? Yes, October fifth. We have a very important election coming up, and um, I can't tell y'all who to vote for, but I'm gonna tell y'all who who do not vote for. Please, y'all. I understand our mamas and daddies like, oh, we're in this city one ain't been the same since Willie left. Mm-mm. Y'all, Willie was the superintendent for almost twenty some years. He was the mayor for what seventeen years. He has had his time. Eighty-three, and I've said this on a previous show. He is one hundred and sixty-five years right. old. When your mama get eighty-three, you call your mama every day and check on her to make sure she's still here. <laughs> <laughs> there is no okay. motherfucking reason we should leave our cities in the hands of an eighty-three-year-old man. You're All right. respect to Willie Harrington. He did a great job as mayor. So I heard that I was a child. I don't fucking know. But y'all do y'all research and vote for someone else younger. This city needs it desperately. We need it bad. We need it bad. And y'all know I'm not from here, but I. My hometown is just right across the river, so we got all of Memphis news all the time, and I used to hear stories about Will and Harrington, and this is not 1992. We got to do something different, because these children are bad. Will was losing his shit before he left. He was cussing motherfuckers out before he got out of office. You know what I'm saying? He was like, don't fight where he's going to step outside. You can't do that, Mr. Mayor. Like, you know what I'm saying? Chill the fuck out. But people are still like, right, Will 83. Will look good. I saw him at the gas station on Goodman Road not too long ago. I'm serious. <laughs> I saw him. That was on State Line. We was on State Line Road. I saw him at the gas station. It was early in the morning. I don't know what the fuck he was doing out. But we were going to go on a little road trip. But Willie, I feel like put somebody and mentor them. Like get somebody the best candidate that's a little younger. Right. And teach them the ropes. Like you, I'm not saying you don't know this city. But at the same time, you were a part of the city structure eons ago. Right. I'm 34. You, All the he projects. left when I was like 16, 17. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like, dude. You know the kids, you know the school system, you're a superintendent, and you were the mayor. But at this, at some point, 
it's like it's almost like a pastor they refuse to sit down. Right. Like we're losing members here. Get like get the fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? Right, sit because down. Me, people are leaving. Yeah, people are leaving more than they're coming here. Yep. So and Maybe. I saw I saw the other day they was talking about I don't know how official it was, but there was an NBA coach or a man who owned the franchise was like, We need to take the Grizzlies to Nashville. Mm-mm. You know, just to even be thinking about that. Come well, on. Well, I mean, they everybody's stuff getting broken too. That people, you know, they be breaking people cars down mm-hmm. there at that forum. That's why I don't go down there. I don't go downtown for nothing. Bitch. Anybody got time for that? When I went and got this liquor today, I stopped at Best Buy and I got out of work. I walked in with my backpack. They were looking at me like I was going to rob their ass blind. I was like, bitch, I'm trying not to get robbed. Bitch, I took my backpack in Best Buy. When I went to the liquor store, I walked in with my backpack. When I went in and got a bag of ice from the grocery store, I mean from the gas station, I walked in with my backpack like because I had my iPad in there. Mm -hmm. I'm not leaving shit in this car. Yep. Yep. You know, I'm scared to get tent on my windows because it's I sad we have car. to do that. Yeah, it, it's sad. It's really sad, but you know. And some of it is tied into the the, the topic tonight too. Mm-hmm. Some of it definitely plays a role in that Shit, topic. Most tonight. of it does. So anyway, um, ridiculous, it's fucking terrible. So we're going to get to the main topic of the night. Um, as y'all saw on the screen, I had your child has on two hundred dollars shoes but cannot read. So there was a video that uh, went viral. I'm going to share with you guys in case you haven't seen it. So here we go. No, y'all, can we talk about it? Can we please talk about it? Let's take a moment to discuss. Let's take a moment to debrief. Let's take a moment to unpack. So I'm not really understanding why they not telling y'all. Like, we all know that the world is behind, like, you know, globally, like, you know, because of the pandemic and stuff. But I don't understand why they not stressing to y'all how bad it is. Like, I'm not even trying to be funny, but these kids are. I'm going to just say this. I teach seventh grade, they are still performing on the fourth grade level. I don't care how you flip it, turn it, swing it, swing it, swindle it. They still performing on the fourth grade level. Ain't nobody talking about how they just keep moving, passing them on. They just keep passing them on, 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 passing them on. I can put as many zeros in this grade book as I want to. They're gonna move that child to the eighth grade next year. Ain't nobody talking about that. Why they not talking about that? Why they not telling y'all that y'all, and why don't y'all know? That y'all kids not performing on their grade level. Why y'all don't know this? Why y'all don't know? Talk about it. Let's unpack. Because y'all be quick to talk about, oh, the teacher this, the teacher this, the teacher. It's your job, it's your job, baby. I just got here 30 days ago. She was performing on the fourth grade level since fourth grade. Why we not talk? Well, let's talk about it. You the teacher. You supposed to be, again, she's been on the fourth grade level since the fourth grade. We in seventh grade now. So you let this child go three years and you never knew that your child was still in the fourth grade. Ain't never left the... F- Hang it up. Flat screen. In fourth grade is being nice. I still have kids performing on grade K, one, two, and third grade levels. I could probably count on one hand how many kids are actually performing on their grade level. So just imagine, you don't know that your child been on the second grade level since the second grade and they now in the seventh or eighth grade. Are you joking right now? And these are future leaders, our future doctors, our future nurses, our future... Please. Please. Mm. Yeah, like, I agree with him. And that's why I got you on here, because Derek's a, an educator. So, like, of course, we can all give our opinions all the time. Let me scoot up. My whole shoulder cut off. Let me get a little closer. But, yeah, um, with you being an educator, like, you know. So, I wanted to bring... You own because you have the experience. And, of course, I can give my opinion on bullshit all day long, but at the same time, I think it's just best to have this conversation with somebody who actually lives it every fucking day. Mm-hmm. So uh, I want to just ask you, like, what do you think the main issue is? I know there's several issues, but, like, what's the main problem? The main problem is accountability. 
Um, I feel that um, teachers and parents are both at fault. Uh, you have teachers out there that are not teaching. Their lessons are boring and dry, and they want to scream and yell at the kids and cuss them out all day. Well, you can't do that, you know. But then you also have parents out there that just don't care. You yeah. try to call them. They block your phone number and all of that kind of stuff. So it's just hard to, it's really, really hard. And there are educators out there who really have that heart to do this yeah. because this is real deal. This is not no joke, but you got so many that just don't care. Yeah. So many. I my uh, When I was in school, my major was education. And it became a thing where I was like, man, I don't know if I'm mentally prepared or like mature enough at that point in my life because it was a point where I feel like just popping off was going to get results right but mm-hmm. at the same time it's like now kids are so different than we were when we were growing up like I was looking at a photo of my mom's best friend the other day and it, they were in high school and I was like y'all looked so grown like looking at high school photos from folks like in the 80s and 70s and even the 90s. Yeah, the big hair. Yeah, they looked grown. Like they mm-hmm. looked like they were ready for adulthood. And like when we, I, I feel like we look like kids. And like nowadays, these children are so fucking big and burly and just disrespectful. They don't respect anything. And mean. But I feel like, do you talk like it's coming from a place? Like, because when I would volunteer at school, schools, I would hear the kids say, like, you know, this is the only time they've eaten today or they're starving. Yep. 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 Yeah. And like <clears throat> school, I feel like school starts too early. Mm-hmm. It's, Push it back to about nine o'clock. <laughs> you know, because I'm not a morning person. So, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and I like how kids come to school, it's 7 15, you run a bitch head to the lockers. Like, what, yep. what the fuck? You have to be angry about something else. You know They're what I'm getting saying? Getting off the bus, stomping people's heads between the, the bus and the sidewalk. What are we doing? Why? It's 7 8. You should have it's just woke up 15 minutes ago. Like, oh, you know, so I just I don't get that, and I, and also I wrote down I feel like too the parents aren't teaching. They're not at home. They're not. Yeah, I don't. They're not. Yeah, you have a lot of parents. You have grandparents that are my age. I'm 39, by the way. <laughs> I know some 38 year old grandmothers out there, and like they're they're raising their kids. They're growing up with their kids and their grandkids, and they don't know what they're doing. And it's, yeah. It's ridiculous. Because, like, when we were coming up, I had someone tell me earlier, like, you just said they didn't know what they are doing. Like, I, I was talking to a friend who's in uh, education earlier, and I was sharing a personal story with him, like, as far as uh, my mother. Um, my mom had a very trivial upbringing. Mm-hmm. Uh, her mom passed. At, my grandmother died. My maternal grandmother died when she was 29. So my mom was eight. So my grandmother who passed away, she was the oldest of 15 kids. And she was like many people back in those days was living with her mother. Mm -hmm. So my grandmother and my great-grandmother were both having kids at the same time. Mm -hmm. And when she passed in 74, I believe my great-grandmother, my mom's grandmother died in 75, the following year. And then they they moved in with their great-great-grandmother who they had just met then. Yeah, and never seen it before because I feel like how y'all know y'all grandma, but I was thinking, bitch, you got eighteen kids in this house. Yeah, who who transports all these kids over? Here? You know what I'm saying? I mean, somebody got a van, somewhere. right? So I, it was eighteen <laughs> kids living in the house. So my mom ended up. So when my great great grandmother passed, the kids really were dispersed, mm-hmm. and my mom ended up with an aunt who was my grandmother, my maternal grandmother's sister, but mm-hmm. they were mistreated. So my mom fell fourth grade, 
There was this time her mom passed, so she failed fourth grade. Her mom had passed. And then she spent her eighth grade year, she failed eighth grade because she was busy running away. Just trying she to was, live. Right. She was just busy running away. Whew. And um, so, yeah, I, um, she, I'm saying to say my mom did not have the opportunities that we had by making sure, like, someone sat her down mm-hmm. and made sure this is how you conjugate verbs. This is how you construct a sentence. This is one plus one. You know what I'm saying? She didn't have anyone to sit her down and be like, Lois, read, how's your homework? You know what I'm saying? So when she moved in right. with her father in high school, he didn't give a fuck. Right. He didn't know where the fuck she went from 7 to 215. He didn't give a shit. So my mom went to school because she wanted to, right? Mm-hmm. But she knew that she wasn't like, you know, a genius in certain things or certain aspects, but by you saying like some parents don't know, my mom made sure my sister and I sat our asses down. We had hooked on phonics, tapes. This was before school. I was so advanced, Derek, that my mom snuck me into kindergarten. My four, I was four years old. Mm-hmm. And the only reason I got caught was because of this. I went wow. to my teacher and said, at home, I'm four. At school, I'm five. <laughs> <laughs> but there was something my mom kept drilling in my in my mental, like, yeah. at home, you four. At school, you five. And I want to tell my teacher that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I have a very similar story. Like, um, I was blessed, you know, as you, you know, like, growing up in a household with my mom and my dad. Um, it was a bunch of us in our house, too. Thirteen kids. And I was the youngest. And my dad was born in 1938. My mom was born in 1944, so they grew up in those ages. They were teenagers doing the, you know, when all the racist stuff was going on, mm-hmm. real bad and all that. So they were not able to finish high school. They had to go to, like, 7th and 8th grade and ninth grade and had to drop out to go work right. and support the family. So when we came along, they used to sit us down all the time and talk to us about the value of education. You got to finish school. You got to go further than we did. You know, make something out of yourself. So on and so forth. They were on our coattail about education. We couldn't right. bring no bad grades home. Thank God. When I was four, I was already reading out of encyclopedias and stuff. Yeah. And um, I just thank God that things turned out the way they did. You yeah. know. So, but I know there's so many kids out there who don't have that support system. Yeah. So, and I think that's what makes a big difference. Like my mom made sure because I, there were times she would get emotional, or not even just emotional. She was like, "I love to hear you speak," mm-hmm. because my grandmother, from what I told, she stuttered. Uh, she had a speech impediment, and my mom, in a way, she's just country. She'll say she like panorama cheese, and she mean like she trying to get some parmesan cheese. Oh you know what I'm saying? Cheese, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> that's my girl. You you can't fucking laugh at her, goddamn it! But no, but like it just it's just a thing of like just the vernacular and just also just an upbringing. But my mom would get emotional like when I was in church, even though like when I would sing, of course you wanted to hear me sing, mm-hmm. but she would always make note to say, "I just love to hear you get up and talk." Yep. Because there was just something yep. that she felt like no one really just poured into her. And she's like, this is my son. And sometimes you feel like you don't want your child to go through what you went through. Or whatever. Right. How you, I don't know how my mom really feels about, you know what I'm saying, right. her, her upbringing as far as this. I'm just only going off what I took from her, from her stories. But I saw in the comments, someone said that the parents expect teachers to raise their kids. That's it, Tam. And kids have to feel like you care in order to respect you. That's absolutely correct. Yeah. I. Um, That's it. I had someone this weekend up tell me um, she works in a school. There was two instances she brought up. She was like, this is how I knew this episode was going to be divine because 
before I even saw the viral video, she mentioned to me Saturday, she was like, make sure you talk about these badass kids in this school and these parents because these parents, Ooh. a parent called her and said, I didn't call, you motherfuckers didn't call me in the summertime, so don't call me now. Exactly. You didn't call me when I had him 24-7, so he's your responsibility now. I think that's that's where the ball is dropped because you feel like it's no longer a village. Mm -hmm. When I, you want me to have your child 24-7 or have his education in my my hand or his fate in my hands, but when I try to reprimand these little motherfuckers, you now you want to come up here and be smoking Joe Frazier. Like, I just don't get that. I think these, some of these parents got IEPs, too. Yeah. <laughs> this too. is slow. And it, I'm it, sorry. That may be the I'm thing, so sorry though. Like, they may that, feel like, no, you're fine. They may feel like, because I, I tell people all the time, you don't want to accept this, but sometimes it may be your very parent, your mom or your dad, who yep. feel like, I don't want you to do no better than me. And. You know, and I heard a parent say that before. You know, in a meeting. Yeah, you know, that's ridiculous. Like, (laughs) like on what he said on Five High Beats, you ain't shit because I ain't shit. shit. You know what I'm saying? So you may have parents who have that spirit of like envy and jealousy with their child. Like, I don't want to see you excel. You know, and I just feel like when kids feel like there is nothing or no one that cares about them. They don't want you to say anything to their children. You are absolutely right. Nothing. Nothing. And I want to ask parents. The parents that don't want you to say anything to their child, how the fuck is that working out for you? Like, how would... Tell me, what's the benefits in not wanting anyone to say anything to your child knowing you not going to say shit to them? That's because some of these parents let their kids run them. They... They're your friend. You too busy being their friend. And then they Ooh. get old enough, like when they're younger, you don't want nobody to say nothing to them. Then they yep. get a teenager, you want people to come in and mentor them. This little bastard will shoot me. I'm not finna say shoot nothing to him. Dead. You scared of him. So if he's not respecting his mom and his dad, what the fuck you think I'm going to do? Exactly. What can I do with this Get somebody point? else to do it. Yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Fuck that. Mm-mm. So like, <sighs> absolutely, Tori. She said teachers supposed to guide the kids. Absolutely. We can guide all day long. Well, what are the parents doing at home? Are they right. guiding the kids at home? I told Robin earlier, you got these kids in the like in kindergarten. You ask them, what's this number? What's their favorite color? And they say six. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. Yep. What do you mean? Like, why aren't you? Because I feel like. <laughs> piece of hood coupons. <laughs> <laughs> I worked hard for my piece of hood coupons. I used to collect some. them cereal box tops. That's what I'm saying. We, like, we look forward to having the book fairs and shit like yep. that. Now these yep. kids don't give a fuck about Anything and a lot of people say okay that they think that it was COVID. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like COVID? <laughs> Bullshit excuses. Yeah, this stuff was going on way before COVID hit. It was going on way before COVID. Like COVID just exposed a whole lot of it. Yeah, because kids weren't doing a guy. Kids weren't doing nothing. They sitting yeah. at home sleep, and then when you call them, hey, Junior, he in the bed sleep. Can you say something? Don't call my phone. I'm at work. Yeah. What? It's like, come on. No. No. But there's there's nothing. The key, the stu, the the school can't call you because you at work. But you at work on Facebook the whole motherfucking time making Facebook statuses. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, subliminal like, subliminal messages yeah, and stuff. Y'all think a motherfucker ain't following you on Facebook? We got your name. You know what I'm saying? We see what you posting. It, it's just. And it then, makes you look bad. It does. But let me say this too. You know, some of you know many of y'all kids because I teach middle school. I've taught middle school 12 of my 13 years. Absolutely love it. But they telling all of y'all business. 
They tell me all y'all business. <laughs> I know who lights they got cut off because they went to go stand in Nike line. Yeah. I know about who you bring in and at your house. Oh, they, it ain't none of my business. They just come and tell you. Right. Because they want somebody to talk to. And that's the thing. Yeah, like these parents. Just want some, yeah, they just want somebody to talk to. And also what I did notice, too. I didn't know. My found out today, Robin told me that the kindergartners are on a stagger schedule. Mm-hmm. Like, I never knew that. but And I didn't go to pre-K. I, did, I didn't go to pre-K. But I made my mom made sure like I was in summer camp like I was, I was used to being away from my parents for a period of time. Right, like right. kindergartners crying, and it's fucking school starting August, it's October. <laughs> <laughs> like the wheels okay. on the bus go round and round. Like bitch, what we what? Come on, Maybe it's like, just the be your baby. <laughs> <laughs> like bitch, school the magic rock. school bus baby. I don't know what <laughs> to put you on because. At what point, like, you know, and I just, I don't know. I don't understand how parents like to be so protective and so hands-on when it comes to shit that really doesn't fucking matter. I need y'all to be protective and hands-on with that homework. Homework, the lady who told me about the woman said, I don't call, y'all don't call during the summer. A mother told her, my kids with y'all eight hours a day. I only got four hours with my child. We not doing no motherfucking homework. Y'all got to figure this shit out because we ain't doing homework in my house. But the sad part about it is we can't, you can't fail these little motherfuckers. You can't. And that's what they don't feel. Cannot. Like, y'all want to go to prom and spend thousands of dollars on a prom send out. On a dress you're going to wear one time and then going to try to resell it. Right. And these kids can't even, they not even earning their motherfucking diploma. They can't even spell diploma. Diploma. <laughs> How you spell diploma? Yeah, they, and I saw, speaking of spelling, bitch, what y'all look at this? Ridiculous. This is the eighth grader. Y'all. <laughs> This is an eighth grader. I'm the people that's listening. Number six is a spelling test. It says unique. This girl spelled you. This kid spelled unique. U n e c k. <laughs> Look at particular though. Particular p o t i c l e r. What are we doing? And what is a sickle? P s i c l e. That's supposed to be specifically. <laughs> Like, come no. on. And that's the thing. And no one wants to make fun of kids, but you're not going to sit here and disrupt my motherfucking classroom and cuss me out and call me all type of names. And you can't fucking read. And we in the eighth grade. <sighs> you need to be sitting your dumb ass down and getting your lesson, as my grandma used to say. Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. But also, Ooh. I saw they changed the grading scales. Yep. I, don't, I meant to get a screenshot of my old report card. When I was a kid, the grading scale was 100. So 93 was an A. Mm-hmm. 92 to 85 was a B. B. 84 to 76 was a C. Yep. 75 to 70 was a D. 69 below is an F. I was looking at my nephew's report card. I think it was... Uh, what, it's was 90 it to a, 109. Yeah, 90 to 100 is an A. a. But I think 60... It was a 59. 59 or something. It's an F. It's an F. But yeah. Like, it's like no D or something? Yeah, it's, something. it's, it's, it's weird. weird as fuck. Yeah. And it's and that's another thing, like girl, I I don't support that. Like if I had a child, you're not gonna come in here with a, a report card full of eighty twos. Must I got straight Bs? No, the fuck you don't. You don't. <laughs> you got no. all C's. You're a C, C student. Yeah, like I, I'm just not. I, I don't know. And it's I feel like they're just trying to push the kids out. But like the dude said in the video, like how you gonna be our future? Our doctors, lawyers, politicians. The future we are doomed. Are we are doomed. fucking doomed. Listen, for those that may be on here that do not have any insurance, get you some insurance because we can't depend on the kids to 
Because <laughs> Bitch, send the rapture. Because I don't yeah, know. Send the Pentecost. You bitch, blow your horn, Gabriel. Because I don't fucking know what the trumpet. Happen. Okay. Because, like, for real, though, when we get older, come on. We are doing Like, imagine when, like, the generation now, when we get older, this generation that's buck fucking wild is the next generation to lead in the younger generation. Like, they finna have kids. Y'all aren't prepared for shit. They don't know. They don't. It, yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I really, I really, really don't. But let me, let me hop on these, some of these teachers though. Like I've observed a bunch of teachers. I've given feedback. I've coached teachers and led teachers and taught them about the teaching game and all of that. And there are some teachers out there that just don't teach either. Yeah. But they just like, like the bad teacher. Do you think they're <laughs> it's a great movie? Do you, <laughs> okay. Do you think they're just exhausted though? I feel it's a combination of things. You know, of course, teachers do not get paid what we're worth because right. we want for us. Y'all nothing really, else would be possible. Teachers should be six figure, like easy minimal, easy six, six figure. figure. Um, then there's so many policies and things that they've adopted over the years, and it seems like nothing is really working. You have to pull from so many different areas, and people get tired. Yeah. You know, they uh, some schools require too much, some schools don't require anything, and yeah. you're wondering why your school barely open. Right. So it's 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 a lot. And then you have these lot. teachers that are like people are quitting. Left and right. Left and fucking Left right. And right. Yeah, I saw that it was it true that they were allowing people to be to teach without a degree. Right off the streets. Yep. <laughs> Some states passed laws where you were able to just go right into the classroom and teach Hey, I'm here, turn to page five. No. No. <laughs> yeah. No. Even though I wanted to but teach, I was like, them? I'm not no, but at the same time it's like I think it's because they're they're choosing not to pay y'all what y'all are worth. So it's like, oh, if we can get motherfuckers off the street, we can hand you sixty k because you mm-hmm. you don't have a degree, right? So you know sometimes you can't go any unless you're blessed, you really can't go any higher than that with no type of right. education or work experience. So I can pay a Joe Blow off the street to come here and tell you one plus one right. is two with no and, degree. And as large as this school system is in this yeah. city, like there's no reason why teachers in this city should be making what they need to make. It's because we're dealing with some problems. Yeah. That's the Problems. thing, like, and I feel like they—I don't know if they're trying to say, like, okay, y'all only work half of the year, but no, come on, man. And, and like teachers, they get paid in the summer. They actually take—they stretch our checks out so it can last all year. Yeah. So it's not like we just getting a free check. Yeah, they stretch it out. There are ten month employees. There are twelve month employees. So it just depends. Like, it's—it's it's not right. Yeah. So teachers are tired too. They're tired. We're tired, but I'm in it for the long haul because I love it. Yeah, and that's the thing. You have to have a teacher like that really loves what they're doing. I had, uh, um, I was talking to my friend earlier, and I was telling her how when I went to college, I don't know, for those who who went to college, there was like these freshman entrance exams that mm-hmm. you take like doing orientation. So it was like basically like placement. And I had never failed a test in my entire life. Like not like a, like a test in class, but right. just like a big test that mattered. I've never been that girl that was like, bitch, you, you're not in no the man. top percentile, bitch. No, I was, no I was bitch, I'm on stage with my plaque, bitch. Like, bitch, what's the try what's again, bitch, like, But when I got to college, and it showed me that even in Memphis, I went to Southside High School. I ran into a group of girls that I knew from, like, childhood. They all went to Central. Mm-hmm. At that time, Central was, like, a pretty good school to go to. And we were both in the same school system. But it showed me then, Derek, that they learned on a different – um, what's what I'm looking for? A scale than we did, mm-hmm, different level. I went and failed 
I had never been in a remedial class in my life, which I was like cr- clutching my purse, like, well, I've never. But I was in remedial math mm-hmm. my freshman year. But then when we went to, and all those girls passed it. But Central was offering courses that we didn't have. Yeah. And when I went to my English exam, I was in honors English my freshman year of college, but none of them were. And I was like, well, who do I fault? Like the school, because I had a teacher, my English teacher gave a damn. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Miss Linda McClure. Like she gave a damn. Mm-hmm. So we, she made sure like we were going to be proficient in everything. But my math teacher, even though I didn't have math my senior year, mm-hmm. you don't need three maths. But my 11th and my 11th grade year, was my 10th grade year, she didn't give a shit. You can ask her about, bitch, how to spread butt cheeks. And she, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, she's talking. Like, right, we talking about fucking Incredible Pizza or something. Like, you just, it was just always, you can ask her about her life. And she was talking about the hot, what she was doing during the Holocaust. Like, you're just like, bitch, what does it got to do with the fucking, with Pythagorean Theorem? You know, it just was always something very, very off putting. But she didn't really care. So I was just like, like you said, some teachers just didn't give a fuck. Like, she she knew her shit, but she didn't know how to teach it. Right. She was like, you went to school to, like, you went to college, but, like, do they have, like, classroom management courses? Like, do they show you how to manage a classroom, how to teach? Mm-hmm. So I know, like, um, my major in college, when I went to undergrad, my major was biology pre-med. So I wasn't trying to be a teacher. I was trying to go be a doctor. Mm-hmm. That's what I was trying to do. And... All I know is that when I came to Memphis and I joined and I got in one of those teacher education programs where they actually show you about classroom management and things like that. But I'm not sure if they really do that while you're in undergrad. Yeah. But they probably give you a dose of that when you have to go do student teaching and all of that. But either way it go, it's ridiculous. And it was just, it was weird to me that, because like I was very bright. Well, I, I still I still am. But like when I was in school, I took school very, very seriously. So it was kind of just weird for me. Like, I'm like, bitch, I'm gonna fucking remedial. I was I went from taking AP courses in in high school. And like you said, boring teachers. I had a fucking Ooh. this man was a bore. I rather had taken classes at the fucking funeral. This man was so <laughs> boring. And it got to the point where we had our AP exam at the end of the year for like college credits. I didn't give a fuck because I didn't know shit. Because I was just doing just enough to get the fuck Clear out of the eyes. Oh, it was what was the name of the show? He's win Ben Stein's money. It was Ooh. that type of boring mm-hmm. as shit. And it was just like, dude. And Listen, I can't stand no boring classroom. Right. I cannot. Humble the I'm fuck out of me, Tamara. I'm performance every day. <laughs> right. And that's the thing. Like, I feel like you have no. to. But, like, because I asked earlier. I put on here, like, is school supposed to be boring? I don't feel like it should be. I don't feel like it's. Like, when you're teaching younger kids. Good point, Robert. If a teacher gets a job in from another field, they would not receive classroom management. That's, That's true. right. That's they true. They have to be have for help. You're right. You just happen to have a fucking degree. Yeah. And something. So get your ass up and teach science. Yeah. I just don't. Hey, Curly. I just don't. Uh, I don't get it. Because. And also, you have so many teachers who have to deal with kids, like I told you earlier, who, who didn't eat. Or with the crime being so hard, so high, you have teachers who, kids who, daddy got killed this morning. Yep. You know what I'm saying? came right to school. And came to school. That's trauma. Like, we don't, I don't think, did we have, we had a guidance counselor in school. We did. 
We had a guidance counselor, but it was, I don't think it was anything that was kind of just pushed. Half of them don't know what they're doing. <laughs> just in there. Mother Robin, mother. you are our only hope, Robin. <laughs> Robin, we need you to come back to be a counselor because we need you bad. Robin said, fuck them kids. <laughs> but listen, you know how many kids I have fed over the years? I know how many meals I have cooked and I took lived to the school? You. Me and Derek lived together. So, yeah, listen, I know. <laughs> listen. Oh, my God. Washing yeah. clothes. Ooh, yeah. anyway. And it's like kids come to, come to school smelling a certain way, you know. Yep. Getting out the car. No, how about this one? They getting out the car in the morning. And the car opened up, and the cloud of weed, the smoke, come on, beat them out the car. Come on, and the kids coming through the building, you catching the contact. Right, it's seven o'clock in the morning. What? Asking the kid, who's your plug? No, no, who's your plug? It's real kind of good. You're but, right. Not all teachers are boring. I know a lot of yeah. Live I had teachers. some really lively teachers, but it's just these kids now. I don't think they just know how to be kids. But again, yeah. they're, they they are out of control. But at the same time, you, you have to, at a certain age, yeah. you have to place the blame on the parents. Because to. when I saw earlier, my friend sent me some numbers, y'all. Y'all, this is... <laughs> y'all, Jesus. this blew my fucking mind. I'm trying to put it in order. This blew me. Y'all, Where's this, the first one? Wait till y'all hear these... This data. What's this y'all blew this me. Data? Shout out to my friend Mirio. Uh, he sent me some data. Uh, he... Uh, had something to do tonight because I was kind of last minute. But from English and language arts, this is this is strictly Memphis numbers. From English and language arts, from grades three through five, only twenty three percent of the students are meeting uh, proficiency. Sixth through eighth grade, eighteen point seven percent. Ninth through twelfth grade, twenty four point nine percent, and over in the overall state. That's only 30. That makes up 36%. Then we're going to go to math. Mm. And as you can see, there's a trend with the older they get, the lower they get in percentile. 18.2% of the children are passing in math in grades 3 through 5. Grades 6 through 8, 13.1%. And grades 9 through 12, 8.8%. 8. 8. 8. 8 fucking point eight percent of 9 through 12 <laughs> grades are passing in math. Science. 23.5 in 5th grade, 3rd to 5th grade, 6th to 8th grade, 16%. Uh, 9th through 12th grade, 20%. Then 3 through 5, I guess they're not doing social studies in elementary mm-hmm. school? No, we they did. Don't. I had social studies They in don't take 10 grade for 3 to 5. Really? Nope. We did that in, in elementary school. We had social studies. Yep. It was my favorite subject, actually. And 6 through 8 is 22%. 9 through 12 is 21%. And it's just it's ridiculous because I also did a screenshot of... This was crazy to me. So all this is below feeling. There wasn't one percentile over 50%. But what blows my fucking mind, the graduation rate. (laughs) Hi. (laughs) Derek, the graduation (laughs) rate is 77.7. They just pushing them out there. Y'all just pushing them out into the world. How the fuck is the graduation rate 77.7% and I didn't call a single number that was over 50%. Y'all pushing the kids out of here. Pushing these, them out. They pushing them out. There's another one for academic achievement. Mm-hmm. 20.9% for 3 through 5th grade. 16% yes. through 6th through 8th grade. And, and 15% for 9 through 12th grade. Y'all, it's sad. It's, it's really sad. fucking sad. And what breaks my heart the most, the K through 12 English proficiency, and this is from kindergarten through 12th grade, is only at 38%. But y'all acting a fool. And most of and 
what I did see, I don't think I took a screenshot of that. What I did see, and I didn't give a fuck about Asian numbers or the white kids. Mm. I was looking at us. Right. I was looking at us. Right. Because I was talking to a friend earlier about how they did the uh, open enrollment and how that kind of may have fucked up a lot of the schools, you know, being able to, like, as far as, like, the learning curves you have, like, this school may learn more, so you have to go through hoops and bounds to get your kids to get into a good school. Yeah. I uh, wrote a paper, actually, not too long ago about how schools and municipal districts use, of course, they have more funding, they get more resources, they get the better flock of teachers, I guess you can say, because they're paying them. Yeah. Um, and then when you look at schools where I've always taught that in the hood, they really need the help. You know, I'm not even going to take – Brandon, if you're on here, don't even t- – listen, I've spent so much of my own money yeah. just to supply labs and things for the kids so they can have an enjoyable time, you know, yeah. and that's crazy. Yeah. In and some schools, they get it for free. Like, yeah. it's – And I feel like it's like the prison to pipeline type thing. I mean, uh, what, is it, what is it called? Pipeline, oh, pipeline to uh, prison. Pipeline to prison. Yeah. Um. But at the same time, I know people say like I saw uh, Mark. No, Marcus said it was a bigger picture. I understand all of that, but we did not grow up with a silver spoon in our mouth. Nope. But education was very fucking important. Black people have been poor since the beginning yep. of the motherfucking time. Yep. Yep. But we have to make decisions to better ourselves. Yep. You know, we have opportunities that were not afforded to my great-grandmother, right. my great-great-grandmother. So we have to stop using that as just, okay, they want to keep – we know that. Right. So knowing that no one wants to see me succeed, what better ways than to prove you motherfuckers wrong? <laughs> you know, and but it's just – stop me from learning. Right, you can't stop me from learning. And it's just like when people – Folks say you want to hide something from black people, put it in the book. And I hate to say, like, I was talking to my friend about how Germantown's trying to take their school system, their school district back. My nephew right. goes to Germantown. He lives in the district, but a lot of those kids don't. Mm-hmm. But when you look at it, Derek, I hate to say this, and I hate to see this, but it's always our fucking kids out yep. here acting a fucking always. donkey. You remember a few years ago when they was doing all those uh, running into Kroger and beating up people and stuff in the parking lot and all mm-hmm. that? Why are you mobbing people? Like, go find something what to we, do. What are we doing? You know and what I'm saying? And it, that's the thing. Like, our communities have failed these children in a way because we had things to do. Like, we had a summer camp. We had a community center to go to. We had mm-hmm. boys and girls club. We had shit called Young Life. When we were coming up. Family in other cities. Right. And get up but and go somewhere. These kids are not even trying to be in- introduced to anything nope. different. You, When I was a kid, I saw somebody. I think I mentioned this on a previous show. I saw someone that was like a band director. I think he's at Raleigh, Egypt. He's one of my Facebook friends. I really don't, I don't think I know him. Mm-hmm. But he's a band director at Raleigh, Egypt. It was like eight kids in that band. It's just like, no, the kids. Bands used to be the. The shit. Bands and choir. They kept the motherfucking school rocking. Yep. 
And now you only got a handful of choirs out there. Right. That's the thing. Like, you, you got, got Cord- Cordova. Cordova. And, Shout out uh, to you, Adrian Macklin. They well, sound Adrian, amazing. Adrian choir sounds good as fuck. Like, amazing. even Overton. You don't hear shit about Overton. I'll show choir no more. Yeah, Hamilton like, choir. Overton was the gone. shit. Right. Melrose choir was the shit when I was in school. Fairly had a good choir. You know, it's just now these kids don't. I really get excited when I see kids that still interested in the arts. Right. These kids don't give a fuck. Right. Like they don't give a fuck about anything, but like we had summer camp. These these parents don't even want to get their kids up in the morning. They don't and send them to summer camp. My nephew and my niece, we sent them to Pine Hill summer camp a couple years ago, and when I picked them up, I was like, "This is why you're bored." We had this bitch rocking when we was kids. Every bitch summer camp, it was almost a hundred of us in here. Having a ball, waiting on the little food truck to pull up the little, with the little box lunch, <laughs> the cold, the little wet turkey sandwich. Bitch, we had a ball. Like, you know, it's just stuff I don't get. Uh, Marcus said, we as a black, we as black people don't hold each other accountable. Grown people of our generation. We don't. We and sure I, don't. I feel like it's just, I don't, I think, I don't, we were spoiled. I know I'm spoiled. Me too. But I don't think I was. But I still had a go-getter right. mindset. You know what I'm saying? My parents weren't having this shit. Yeah. Like, they spoiled us. For a reason. Like when my, my topic said, you got on $200 shoes and you can't fucking read. Like, where is the reward in you bringing home straight A's? Like, where is the reward? Like, not saying send your kids to school looking a hot fucking mess. That's right. not what I'm saying. Right. But you're going to put these motherfucking K-Swiss on. <laughs> ain't no wrong with these shoes. You're going you know to tuck that shirt in. You're going to tuck this motherfucking shirt in. You're going to put this uniform on. And you're going to go to class. Right. Your clothes ain't got no holes in it. It ain't dirty. Fuck your people. You worry about what other folks are going to say about your kid or your school. Right. Your kid going to school getting bullied. You should be getting bullied about these motherfucking grades because, like somebody said in the comments earlier, they took away the element of embarrassment. Mm-hmm. It was embarrassing, bitch, to go to summer school. You fucked around and fell. Oh, we get to school. <laughs> we get to school. I sing you a bitch, and you taking eleventh grade English. You shame. Shame the you whole shame. year. Mad. Got an attitude. Ready Shit. to fight. I ain't really feel. I'm, I'm you know. Everybody had that Who one student. Up, you know I'm supposed to be graduating with Jow. You know what I'm saying? But I'm still class. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm still, still class. class Twenty twenty one. <laughs> no, I ain't going on somewhere. I'm still class. I'm saying no. You not bitch. No, you not. You not class nothing until you write that turn you that, get that essay motherfucking diploma. <laughs> yeah, you go write that essay. <laughs> Listen, and good point, Marcus. I always say kids don't know how to entertain each other. They don't. That's why we had so much fun in school. We didn't have a phone. I, I did not have, no have phone. a phone or a tablet. No. I had a Sega Genesis at the right, house. I had bitch. a Nintendo with the Duck Hunt gun. I had a phone where we couldn't do. I shit. was outside. Right, you had to go outside <laughs> all day, all night. These kids don't know what when your mama say you smell like outside. You kids don't know what outside smell like. Ooh wee, <laughs> y'all don't know what outside. Had, bitch. <laughs> Drinking from the water hose. Like, kids don't understand. Bitch, what? That's Ride the best water. All day. Your friends come pick you up on everybody on their bike. Yep. You can stop and get everybody and hit the block. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Kids don't understand it. Y'all be, and this is my thing. How y'all beefing and nobody talking to each other? You're right, Tam. It is a different time. But still, though. Girl, it's an awful time. It ain't no time. excuse. These, These kids don't know how to have terrible. fun. They're, they're too spoiled. Why are you in the eighth grade and you're in my intervention group and you are on a pre-K reading level? Why? And like the dude said, how do y'all not know <laughs> that your kid can't read this and see this? That it says Poplar Avenue. Like, how do you not know that your kid can't order beignet because he want to say big net <laughs> on the motherfucking <laughs> menu? Let me get a big net. Let me get a big net. A big net. You, you know. You, how do you not know there's something wrong at some point? Because a lot of kids, and I'm gonna say this, and I don't want to sound insensitive. A lot of these kids may be autistic, 
and a lot of these parents don't want to realize this. Yep. That your child may need to have some type of special learning situation. A plan or in place. You know what I'm saying? A because, 504, right. AP. We had a cousin growing up. His name was Luns. Luns passed away. He's much, much, much older than me. But, you know, we grew up in our, in our family. Luns was slow. Mm-hmm. You know, can't get right, as the folks used to say. But it wasn't until I got older, and I was like, it wasn't shit wrong with Lons. Lons was autistic. We just didn't have a name for it. Because mm-hmm. Lons could draw his ass off. Definitely autistic. Yeah. yeah he, when I say he could look at you and draw his ass off, he was just autistic. He was nonverbal. Mm-hmm. We had more things in the community to do in no technology. They have no, nothing to do in the community and technology Listen, everywhere. Where is Liberty Land? Bring it back. Right. But you remember, bitch, <laughs> we, Celebration Station. we were so excited <laughs> to have some technology, bitch. We used to go to the motherfucking library. Yep, and get on the computer. We will go to the library and get a computer. Sure did. Bitch, and print sure off did. all kinds of Dragon Ball Z little animations and shit. Like, there was the or shit them posters we used to do. They had, like, the little holes on the side of the page. You print off banners to put in your room. Bitch, we had a ball. <laughs> there was just something that we Ooh. did. We wanted wow. to go to the library and just be kids and yep. just enjoy ourselves. And it was just something that I just never really understood. A lot of kids these days don't have that opportunity. They're raising themselves. They're raising Cause themselves. Because their mama ain't at home. They're not they at dad home. ain't either. They, they not home. They babysitting and feeding them. That's why they can't answer the phone. Yeah. Quick said these parents are autistic and don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, probably so. <laughs> okay. Shit. Just you off. Know, I feel like it's just like you don't have, and that's why a lot of these kids acting out. Kids aren't naturally bad. They just really want somebody to be like, I care. Love them, love them, and tell them if you're on here and you're an educator, tell the kids that you love them. That means the world to them. Yeah. So I always want to ask you too, um, what impact? Dairy teaches science. So what impact do you see in your classroom from the lack of literacy? So I do a whole lot of project-based learning, and it comes with putting kids in groups and allowing them to work together to get build things and get things done well it comes with a set of directions and instructions and rubrics and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff and they don't have they some of them have a really really hard time understanding it yeah. um and then when i break it down to them they're like oh okay i get it so i know that like the impacts of their literacy like i can put them in, in my intervention groups all day i can uh, teach, I can di- differentiate my lessons 25 different ways, but if they cannot read, it's going to make it even harder for me yeah. to do. My mom just made a post, a comment. I remember my nephew was going to Southern Avenue. Oh, I remember that. Jeremiah was making straight fucking A's at this school, mm-hmm. and my mom asked Jeremiah to read something, and he couldn't. He was in wow. the second grade, and the, Jeremiah was making straight A's. So quite naturally, you wouldn't ask your child you know, can you read? Are you are you struggling when they bring home good grades? It's like, oh, Jeremiah, I got this shit. Southern Avenue must not have been rigorous enough. That boy couldn't read shit. Do you hear mm-hmm. me? And he was mm-hmm. the y'all was giving him on the road. We thinking Jeremiah's a fucking genius around mm-hmm. the world. Baby Jeremiah couldn't read his way out of fucking paper sack. No. And it was just like, whoa, buddy. And we took him right the fuck up out of there and sent him to Circle Success. It was St. Andrew AME Church had a school called Circle Success. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like these motherfucking kids, like they they parents just and when you when you not had we not paid attention to this. Yep. We wouldn't have known. If my mom not asked Jeremiah to read X, Y, Z, we wouldn't have known. So I could, like, I can kind of see how these kids, you know, they all their mama know, oh, shit, little man man passing to the eighth grade. Mm-hmm. Bitch, little man man can't read motherfucking. Because the teacher ain't teaching nothing. Can't read shit. So it, it, it makes me think about, like, why 
are you even in a teaching field if you're not going to give it your all? Like, these kids, they're hurting. They just want to check. These kids, um, some of these teachers probably just like, ooh, bitch, I, I work 180 days. I got a whole summer off. Yeah. You know, they'd they be, I'm, I'm a teacher. And then, but, two parents, if you know your child needs some help, go get them some help. Don't yeah. be afraid to ask for help. Like, yeah. Go get them I some think help. it, it got to be a pride thing. I really yeah. think it's a pride thing. And I, a friend told me to make sure before I end this show, ask you guys, like, well, tell you guys, petition for you, the, the parents that are listening, go ask the teachers what is it that you can do to assist. Please. To assist at home. Please. Like, it, you, this just, you cannot. And my thing is, even if you do have a teacher who's lackluster and you see your child falling behind, that's your time to step up because teachers are stepping up when they see you aren't holding up your end of the bargain. Yep. Tell that so teacher, it has to I be, need you to teach. Right. You know what I'm saying? It has to be. <laughs> I remember we had, I had classmates who we knew their mama. Like, they were up there hands on yep. all the motherfucking time. You know, and it's just, it. you don't want to wait till your child is about to graduate and like, well, he ain't got, why he ain't got no fucking diploma? This boy is on the seventh grade. How the fuck your child... 18 on a 7th grade level. 18. How do you expect them to do anything? At my previous school, I had a 7th grader that was 17, and then when he got put out of school, he went and murdered two people. Why? You're 17, and you're in the 7th grade, and then you 6'8", and then you... Then you fucking murder. Oh, what? So, yeah. I I, I don't understand this. So, yeah. um, What else do I have before we go to... uh, Yeah, I know I got to end my show with some foolishness, child. So um, before we go, got like a couple more minutes left. I want to first want to thank you, Derek, for no coming on, being no a problem. big help, big, 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 big help. Very no last problem. minute, I called him this morning. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> I work better under pressure, but yeah. Before we go, um, pet peeves. I had a subtopic like, what are some of your pet peeves? Like one thing that just it could be just really dumb. It can be something like bitch putting sugar in spaghetti. It can just be the super oh shit. my god! Just give me something that. So I'm often late when I go places. Mm-hmm. I got to do better. So when I get on the e way and people jump in front of me, and I'm going eighty and they going twenty. You know what? I think that's I think that's what? the universe. Move because like get your out my way. <laughs> when I'm late to work or late going anywhere, it seems like no one else is in a rush but me. Yeah, like, yeah. I think move it. Yeah. So share some of y'all pet peeves with us before we go. One of my pet peeves, I have a bunch. I'm going to say one of them. I wrote down like, I got like eight. Uh, <laughs> let me see. The first one I'm going to say, Facebook. Stop posting no with a bunch of broken heart emojis and then get <laughs> and then get mad when a motherfucker be like, what What's happened? Wrong? What's and then wrong? y'all will get ghosts. No, bitch. Please. <laughs> you got my anxiety high. I'm nosy. I want to know exactly what the fuck you're talking about. Because if it was that private, you wouldn't have put no. Spill the beans. <laughs> right. Spill them. I want to know because I'm about to inbox you in a second. What happened? What's the tea? Right. So now everybody calling around. And I feel like people act like they never had a nosy moment. It may not be my business, but bitch, as your Facebook friend, I think I have all rights and privileges to ask you. Well, if it wasn't about a business, you shouldn't have posted it out there in the first place. If you were that fucking destroyed, you wouldn't have been posting on Facebook. Hello? No! Or posting yourself crying. Hello? What? (laughs) Why? Your baby daddy got killed. What? Girl, let Kawhi get it out of here. Y'all ain't going to find out until I post a funeral. (laughs) Facebook? No, no. What? I don't have less like a mom mom and my dad passed away or something. I'm not finna post on Facebook. No, bitch. Girl, y'all gonna be like, y'all know Deja buried his mom yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I went to the funeral. It was yesterday. I don't want to talk to nobody. You understand me? I I hate that. I need to know. 
lying for no reason when you're grown. What what's my first one, Derek, right here? What did it say? Liars. Liars. <laughs> I hate a pathological lie. I hate a motherfucker that lie for no apparent reason. You just lie. You can't like you would come to my house with a lie. Just, just come I, through the door I, with a lie. I just thought about a lie. Let me talk about these guys and tell him. Like I And <laughs> mother be knowing you lying. That be nothing. I'm starting to call friends out. I'm in I'm in that this season of my life. Baby, Don't come on. Lying. What are you lying about? Baby? You are lying. Oh, I hate that. Hirsch. I, I hate that. And I also have um People who love their job. I don't. <laughs> Wait a minute now. I'm sorry, dude. I, I hate love my people. job. You, this is good. You're doing a great work. You're doing the work of the Lord. <laughs> I hate people that love their job. <laughs> like, why? Because yeah. I hate it here. Why the fuck are you happy to be here? I love my job. Y'all, don't you, you have so a job. I can, we can they tell be, you love your job. They are crazy. But I'm talking about like a motherfucker that like working like Technicolor. Girl, <laughs> why are you in don't here? copies all day. <laughs> In here building, no. up, building microwaves. Good look, baby. Building box fans, baby. We no. tired. It's hot. We ain't got no air in this warehouse. Why the fuck are you in here? Oh, I'm just so happy to be here. And then you got the motherfucker going around drive snitching. I would be them. dry snitching. Ooh, do y'all get a bonus for snitching on on your on your coworkers? I think like, they do. It got to be some type of like incentive, like to go in here and tell it on people. I saw a video. I wish I still had it. My friend sent me a video, y'all. Of this dude. This girl, uh, she had a death in the family, but it wasn't immediate family. Mm. So she told the coach, she told the job it was her sister or something. And the girl at work who didn't like her knew it wasn't her sister. Told them it wasn't her sister. And the girl got fired. That girl came up there in the morning. It was like overnight oh, she job. Beat she beat the beat. shit. I'm going to find it for you before you go. She beat the shit out of her. And I was like, she should. That whole had, had a stick Woo. in her hand. <laughs> like, baby, baby wool out. Tie yeah. thumpers. Do you read? <laughs> Again, I got two more. Um... I want y'all to show you some of y'all pet peeves now. Um, I got two more. Disgusting captions on porn. On, and when you're watching porn. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> don't bother me. I don't want to get on Twitter <laughs> and see you like, Daddy went to sleep, so I fucked my first oh cousin. Oh, my God. Oh, my Daddy God. Daddy sleep, so I had sex with my first cousin. No, no one. No. What the fuck? You know, I be like, this is not. Somebody, somebody homeless <laughs> off the street. I've seen this real. Oh no! <laughs> I'm like, you know what that man touch you? I hate to see that. You like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, it's at the family reunion. Me and my uncle snuck outside. The- <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, this is not Alabama, baby. Bitch, I'm like, <laughs> the backwoods. I said, no. girl, that's not hot. I, the, even uh. if I know it's not your, wife, your your uncle for real, but like, girl, who the fuck gets off to that? Oh my god, me and my stepdad and all that shit. Mm-hmm. And also, um, this is my last one. Um, People that wear suspenders and a belt. That's the most countryest. <laughs> Where the fuck ever. are you from? Sugar Dish, Mississippi? Hey, I man. just never. Bauxite, Arkansas, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> you from motherfucking Tunica County, Mississippi. Where's, where's Helena, baby? What no, I'm sorry. Fuck? <laughs> right, girl. What the fuck would Arkadelphia? Like, what the what? fuck <laughs> would make you say, like, you do know the point of suspenders is to hold your pants up, the point of a belt is to hold your pants up. Like Both. What, what I've seen this several times. In funerals. In churches. Yep. yep. I was, what the nigga have on one time? He had I saw a nigga with a cummerbund, and I think he had a tie, like a long tie tucked in the tucked into the cummerbund. And I was like, country, how fucking country? I got you crazy. Now. I just like <laughs> what the fuck. But yeah, I gotta find it. I gotta find a clip of the girl with my ass for a job. But yeah, That's um, one line text when you try and type a text, push them to seeing. Push, push, saying, 
them to do another and seeing stop it and tell me what you want, man. Oh, uh, <laughs> just trying to get your attention. I don't like, like when people text. Can we talk? I'd be like, girl, it wouldn't happen. Like, or I, tell me now. That's the cancer in me. Yeah. Somebody say something like that. I'm immediately thinking something wrong, and I'm going into like I recovery need talk, mode. I need to talk to you. Uh, I'm like, oh, bitch, who, get to mm, it. Tell me now. Get like, to it. I don't like motherfuckers. When I speak Ooh. to people, they don't speak back. That's my sister. <laughs> Listen who you speak to, to, girl? She probably talking to me. She speak to me. <laughs> Listen to me. My sister's rude. She probably talking about me. Don't girl, I didn't like see it. you say, hey. Don't yeah, my like sister it. is getting married a Friday. Congratulations. I've always wanted to be in the wedding until I found out how much tuxedos cost. Bitch, I want to drop out this wedding so much. Girl, I don't know where we went, but the motherfucking tuxedos has giraffe's pussy. Three eighty nine plus and, tax, baby, and can't keep it. Yep, got to get right back. Three hundred. And don't be late with it. Oh, over with. Yeah, I should. I should play it on. Congratulations, Meaty though. Congratulations. My sister's getting married. I'm happy for you. You deserve Ooh, it. Ooh, also, I hate when you walk in at the motherfucking door and you see a woman coming up and you hold the door for you and that bitch Ooh. don't say and that bitch don't say thank you. Ooh, I just want to hit the. I be want to just take the whole back, and just snatch them back out the door and just put right them out the back. Hop. Right the oh, just slam. Right. I ooh. hate that. I'm you holding the door rude. for you and your you and your three fat ass kids, and can't nobody say thank you. Appreciate it. Ain't it mean, evil? Ugh. Yeah, I don't like that. Initiating the conversation and expecting me to carry. If you want to chat, keep the conversation going. Thank you. I do not like people that cannot talk. If you don't have a motherfucking thing to talk about, have you not lived any? You don't have any type of experience. <laughs> Like live and on time you want to talk, we bring up Beyonce or Nicki Minaj or something. No, no, no. Have you don't have any goals? You don't have like, come on, something. Speaking of Beyonce, I got a question. Would you pay a thousand dollars to go see Beyonce? I won't pay a thousand dollars to go see anybody. (laughs) 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 Okay, I wouldn't pay a thousand. Mm -mm. Bitch, a dinner with Beyonce or food stamps? Food stamps. (laughs) Okay. Monthly, <laughs> baby. Weekly, <laughs> bitch. Monthly. Bitch, what? Daily. Okay. I, I and I think Beyonce is great. I honestly, and it's not to slight her. I just would not pay a thousand dollars to see any motherfucking. No, baby. my car not too high, baby. Y'all can dig up motherfucking um Malcolm X. I don't. I don't give a fuck. I will catch it on YouTube. Mm, <laughs> thank you. Somebody gonna go live. Bitch. Let me go. <laughs> not doing yeah. it. Mm-mm. Not Mm-mm. doing it. Bitch, y'all can resurrect the Sanderson sisters, bitch. I'm not paying thousand dollars for shit. I'm little children. <laughs> right, bitch. Hello. Take the away. Okay. But yeah. Anywho, uh, thank y'all for tuning in to the Boy Please Whatever podcast. Your favorite podcast, the only podcast that matters. And I will see you guys. I have a very special shot. Go ahead and tell them. Yeah. About my season finale. Yeah. Okay. So next week I have a very special guest who will be my cousin. Brittany Shelby, she will. Brittany Shelby says some. She will be my guest on next week. The topic will be: I don't think I like your religion. It's mm-hmm. gonna be a very, very good show. I'm already working on some talking points. I think you would really, really enjoy that. But season fifteen, I'm sorry, season two, episode fifteen. 15. I will have my mother and my father woo, 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 woo. on Facebook. I'm on Facebook <laughs> on my show on October. What's the date? <laughs> Go to your phone. What's today's date? Today is my season September. finale. Is, I want to say October sixth, but I feel yeah. like it's not. 
It is going to be. Let me go to my calendar. Mode. How many apps you got on here, baby? There's so many. Growling. So many. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so October 9th will be my season finale. I will have my mom and my dad on. And if you are not my Facebook friend, you probably want to be. Uh, so you can go in. type in D Smith, D E E S M I T H, and type in story time. If you have not had the benefit of seeing one of my story times, including a conversation between me and my father, it is several of them on there. You are going to scream hilarious in every fucking time. I cannot wait. It's so amazing. yeah, my season finale will be my mom and my dad. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get it at their house because um, they have a bigger table. And I hope their Wi-Fi works because it normally sucks. But mine sucks, too. <laughs> so, uh, but, yeah, just want to let you guys get a heads up on that on uh, October 9th. Meet the Smiths. I meet like the Fockers. <laughs> okay, Rob- <laughs> okay, Robin. Growl, baby. No. <laughs> so, yeah, so make sure you guys are tuned into the next two episodes before I take a brief hiatus again for until season three. So, shout out to me. And uh, see you guys on next Monday.